welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 250. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. For the podcast, The King is Coming Soon, via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here, we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights. We also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 11 to 13. Let the wilderness and its cities lift up their voice. The village that Kedar inhabits, let the inhabitants of Sila sing. Let them shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. They shall cry out, yes, shout aloud. He shall prevail against his enemies. This text was presented to you from the New King James Version. We definitely see that the Lord wants his bride, the church, to know that he's got her in the palm of his hands. Thus, the Holy Spirit in today's marriage counseling session reminds us that he is all-powerful and that he will never be defeated. The Bride of Christ ought to be quite excited given the knowledge that her bridegroom has conquered the world and today's enemies will not prevail even when they amass against him in great numbers as a global coalition. As the text revealed, the enemies of the Lord will join with the chorus of the willing to praise the Lord. We ought to rejoice in the Lord and in the fact that his enemies will not be able to subdue his interests and plans. Instead, he shall prevail against his enemies. Who are qualified as the Lord's enemies? His enemies are those who deny his existence and those who know that he exists, but they have a plan to remove his influence from the world. He created for all of our dominion, not a few. The church needs to be strident in standing 
and having done all, to keep on standing in prayer and looking for his coming for the marriage ceremony which will take place in the glorious kingdom of heaven. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on why would this King Herod treat King Jesus with contempt and mockery? Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on kings, their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the First Assembly of God Church in Salt Pond, Long Island, Bahamas. The pastor is Pastor Craig Fox. The First Assembly of God Church meets for services on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. and for midweek Bible study on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. To contact the First Assembly of God Church, you can call 1242-338-0074 or write to email address agsaltpond at outlook.com. Please make plans to attend this week. Pastor Craig and his team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 250. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup. The White House released a letter sent to the Speaker of the House and to the President of the Senate on the continuation of the national emergency with respect to the specified harmful foreign activities of the government of the Russian Federation, declared in Executive Order 14024 of April 15, 2021. This letter was sent by the President on Wednesday, April 13th this year. Furthermore, President Joseph Biden Jr. argued that specified harmful activities of the government of the Russian Federation, in particular efforts to undermine the conduct of free and fair democratic elections and democratic institutions in the United States and its allies and partners. Consequently, the President stressed that Russia continues to pose an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy and economy of the United States. Therefore, 
the president has determined that it was necessary to continue the national emergency declared in Executive Order 14024 with respect to the specified harmful foreign activities of the government of the Russian Federation. In closing, President Biden submitted that it was vital that this national emergency be extended due to the threat Russia poses to the U.S. interests. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Shining Light Wesleyan Church, located at Canal No. 1 Polder, West Bank Demerara, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Rev. Shaman McLean. The Shining Light Wesleyan Church meets on Sundays for Sunday school at 10.30 a.m. and devotional services at 12 noon. There is also a Spanish service held one Sunday per month at 3 p.m. Residents in the West Bank Demerara communities are invited to make plans to attend this week. Reverend Shaman and team will make you and your family feel highly appreciated. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, the King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs, in a press release via their website, reported on Sunday, April 10th, on the initiative the Government of Israel will undertake in dealing with the families of the terrorists. Therefore, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs submitted that the Cabinet, at its weekly meeting on Sunday, approved the proposal by Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, and Welfare and Social Affairs Minister Mary Cohen to establish a team to formulate policy on revoking the eligibility for state pensions, support payments and other benefits from state bodies of the families of terrorists who are residents and citizens of Israel and who carried out security offences and acts of terrorism. Further, Prime Minister Bennett elaborated that they were determined to correct and deal with everything that has been neglected for years and to change the equation so that it will not be worthwhile to take part in terrorist activity 
against the citizens of Israel. He also argued that as part of this effort, they will settle accounts with terrorists and with the circles that surround them, that giving state support payments to terrorist families was a complete absurdity and the time has come to correct this injustice. The government of Israel will continue to fight terrorism with all the tools at its disposal. There are no restrictions on this issue. The state of Israel will settle accounts with all those who are linked directly or indirectly to terrorist attacks, stressed the Prime Minister. Finally, Foreign Minister Lapid added that terrorists and their families need to know that there was a price to attacking innocents. It was untenable that the state will continue to pay support payments to the families of terrorists that could have prevented attacks and loss of life. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? By yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the kingdom of heaven. This week, we're focusing on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House released a letter sent to the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate on the continuation of the national emergency with respect to specified harmful foreign activities of the government of the Russian Federation submitted by the President on Wednesday, April 13th. Internationally, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs, in a press release via their website, reported on Sunday, April 10th, on the initiative the Government of Israel will undertake in dealing with the families of the terrorists. These families will no longer receive any government benefits. Welcome to our devotional. All week we'll be looking at the series on kings. 
their accountability to God. On Monday, we focused on when Jesus Christ, the King from heaven, meets with the King and other high officials in the earth. On Wednesday, it will be, why would this King Herod treat King Jesus with contempt and mockery? Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills, our special guest speaker, will share with us on what could have caused Pilate, the governor, to stand by his inscription, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Now, when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad, for he had desired for a long time to see him, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracles done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treated him with contempt and mocked him, arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod became friends with each other, for previously they had been at enmity with each other. This text is from the book of Luke, chapter 23, verses 8 to 12. Let's continue to read. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this? Or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. The source of this text is the book of John, chapter 18, verses 33 to 37. Jesus had walked the earth for 33 years. From the age of 30, he began his ministry, first with John's baptism, and then he was sent into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to have a confrontation with the devil, 
which came in the form of at least three temptations Satan issued following his 40 days fasting and praying. Afterwards, Jesus selected his disciples to follow him. They were 12 men in the inner circle, but there were others as well, including women who were not officially his disciples, but they used their own money to travel around with him and his disciples. Jesus held very large public meetings as people came from all across the country to hear him teach on the kingdom of God. He also healed their sick, raised the dead, and fed multitudes. Therefore, can anyone imagine all these things were not reported to King Herod and Governor Pilate? I doubt it. You see, the Jews had garnered the attention of Rome from the onset, as their way of life was different from the Gentiles. The Jews followed God's law, upheld the Shabbat, and celebrated their appointed feasts. Rome could not understand their adherence to the worship of their God without seeing him that is without an image or idol. Consequently, there were clashes between the two civilizations. There were tensions, spying, suspicion, and harsh punishments for Jewish dissenters. Just about this time, one named Barabbas was captured and cast into prison for leading an insurrection and for murder. Therefore, these were not quiet and peaceable times. Rome must have had great concern. Therefore, when the Sanhedrin tried Christ and then brought him to Pilate for Rome to give him the death penalty, it must have been very surprising for them to see that the Roman authorities were not as eager to sentence him to death, by which would be on the cross. Thus, Pilate passed the buck by sending Jesus to King Herod, who was visiting Jerusalem at this time. Obviously, the king had heard of Jesus, as we said earlier. So, when Jesus appeared before him as a prisoner, bound, bloodied, after he was beaten at the orders of Pilate by the Roman soldiers, Herod wanted him to do miracles in his presence. By now, Jesus was not oblivious to the pain he was suffering and the fact that death awaited him in just a few hours. So he stood there in silence and refused to be the joker to entertain the king and his court. Consequently, he, King Herod, decided to deride Jesus along with his royal party. He treated him with contempt and mockery. Herod was obviously a weak 
contemptible man, since his eagle was deflated by King Jesus, who stood strong and powerful, albeit carrying the sorrow and damnation of the world on himself at this time. Herod sends Jesus back to Pilate, as he was not aware of the full gravity of the experience of meeting the Son of God, the King of Kings. Strangely, while Jesus did not speak to Herod, he responds to Pilate's further inquiries about himself being a king. In closing, let's read these two verses taken from the book of John, chapter 18, verses 37 and 38. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. Please let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We are speechless, dumbfounded at your great grace and mercy, at the things you permitted Jesus to go through for us, because we were born in sin, and according to the scripture, sin is rebellion against God. We were born in rebellion with the propensity to rebel. And yet you sent your only begotten son to die for us, that he might save us from the chains and bondage of a rebellious lifestyle. You want us to trust you, to love you, to walk in faith and in obedience to your word. So Jesus stood and bore our shame and suffered indignity and mockery and contempt of men so that he could die for us and save us that, that we don't have to live under oppression but in victory, knowing that every knee shall bow and every town will confess to your glory, that he is God and that he is the Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for bearing our sins and suffering for us. We are so grateful that we cannot imagine what you went through, the pain and suffering that you bore, not for yourself, but for the whole world. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for coming and standing in our place. Now we give our hearts to you, Lord, and we worship you with adoration and honor and glory we give to you, saying thank you one more time. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. 
the king is coming soon. This is episode number 250. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Soke, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Urkirch for his handiwork sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.